Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Lots and lots of questions um, to be answered uh, about RTE. And this is RTE admitting to the undeclared payments of €345,000 to Ryan Tuberty. So, how much damage has been done to our trust in the public service broadcaster? And it is our public service broadcaster. You pay the licence fee. I pay the licence fee. And I want to know, how do you feel about this today? Because we've heard lots of different uh, TDs, uh, lots of analysis, reaction here on the programme. But I just want to chat to you because you're going to pay the licence fee. Maybe some of you have already paid it. Maybe you're due to pay it like myself now, coming up next month in July. And I know members of the NUJ and RTE are going to hold a meeting today to discuss all of the uh, the revelations that have happened. And I I feel sorry for staff out in Donnybrook today because I imagine they're they're annoyed they're angry. Um, I, some of them are my own friends. Some of them are colleagues that have previously started out here and moved on to, to, to Donnybrook. So it seems they were engaged in cost-cutting negotiations with management at the time. They were getting pay cuts. And now they're hearing this yesterday. And I know from chatting to some of them since yesterday, they're, they're annoyed about this. And they're fed up and they too want answers. So there's loads of questions. And you heard Eamon mention there in the news bulletin, the latest statement that... The Director General Dee Forbes um, was suspended from her employment on Wednesday, process and going. Uh, RTE not going to comment any further on the issue at this time. We did ask them on the programme today. But Linda's with us on the line. Linda, has there been, has our trust been damaged? How do you feel about this? Absolutely. I mean, there's serious questions that need to be asked. I mean, when we think, just as you said there, of the many employees that were told they were effectively pay cuts or job losses, And then we're hearing of this substantial, obscene amount of money that was paid. I mean, serious questions need to be asked of, number one, how this happened, and number two, how it was reported incorrectly. Um, It really is beggar's belief in the middle of a cost of living crisis where people, we have people struggling to pay the television licence fee, we have people struggling to keep a roof over their head, we have people struggling to put bread on the table, that this amount of money was paid and it was incorrectly reported. So, you know, obviously my sympathies are with those in RTE that effectively lost jobs, um, effectively were told there was a pay cut and they're paying mortgages. Um, you know, there's so many impacts to this. I think this is really only the tip of the iceberg in terms of who's, you know, who, who really is damaged by the story. Does it affect your trust in the state broadcaster? And I, I don't say that lightly yeah, because we... I mean, it, it, Absolutely, because look, I think it's something 30 and 33 a month, but it's something that you're very actively paying and that you're, you know, you know that you you don't miss a payment, you have to pay it. Mm. Um, I mean, effectively, if myself or yourself don't pay that, we're summoned to court as to the reason why we're not paying. And we've seen many women over the years and, you know, many women throughout the 90s that were brought to court because they couldn't afford to pay a television licence. And now we have the revelations over the last 24 hours where this amount of money is paid to a presenter by the state broadcaster. How much does it cost for the many people, working class people, that are, you know, put in a situation of attending court because they can't pay it or haven't paid it? You know, there, there's a, you know it, can't be, it can't be one story for one person and a different for the other, you know? David is with us on the line as well. It's David Hall. Um, David's the owner of, of, of Lifeline Ambulance, but you're you're a taxpayer, I suppose, David, as well. So what's your take on all of this? 
Yeah, Andrew, I think I, I think look at Linda has said, I think there's a key there's a number of issues. One is a massive breach of trust um, that has arisen. Um, I think the board have taken steps and, and you know they have a due process to take for, for the Director General and everybody else and that's their business. I think for me the key issue here is I, I think there's a trust in relation to the governance. The trust in relation to the the journalistic um, acumen and skills and your own colleagues have commented positively in relation to this as well, Andrea. We've seen a very, very positive engagement by them over the last 24 hours. And I'm, I feel sorry for the staff. I think mm. many staff, as Linda mentioned, you know, there's cost cuts. There was, uh, I heard an interview earlier on where some staff are being asked about, you know, taking, renting cars instead of doing taxis. There's a whole host of um, proper financial um, controls put in place to uh, cut costs in a broadcaster that's... Um, couldn't live within its means clearly and then on top of that the next issue then is the salaries for large um people i don't know enough about the the broadcasting part the media part as to what's warranted based on sponsorship etc etc but i think there's major questions arise and i do think from a staff perspective you know i think we all have to take one little step back and say this wasn't of the staff making this was a clear breach of governance and a reporting a reporting issue and they would be feeling as angry as uh, the rest of us and probably more angry given that their own set of circumstances arose financially where they got cut, that's there. But I think we just need to take that as a step back and make sure that we recognise and respect them. But I think, you know, everyone has said this uh, and we had no need to be genius worth this. It's a clear breach of trust. The board needs to act very, very fast um, and clarify this matter very clearly. I think from Ryan Turbley's perspective, it's quite strange in the sense that he got paid to do a job uh, we can all have our own views on whether he was overpaid or underpaid. Uh, but, and, and to be fair to Ryan Tuberty as well, like, like he's entitled to get the best deal he can get for himself. He's totally entitled well, to get that. 100%. And that's, that's, his, that's his job, that's his business, that's his agent's job is to negotiate the mm. best deal. And the commercially, that's what they do. And I, I, I feel sorry for him stuck in the middle of this. Um, yeah, and people can argue, and it's not a new debate, it just happens to be an old debate of high high-profile person getting a lot of money and now getting a bit more money that was underdeclared. He got paid money that his own uh, people negotiated and it, he didn't get it in appropriately. He got it contractually. The internal shenanigans that went on within RTE to declare it and what POS paid it and what POS didn't pay the other POS back again is, is a joke of a system with a 300 million euro turnover of a business. And let's be clear, it is a state-owned business um, and there are serious responsibilities that lie within it. I think it's unfortunate the current chairperson is only in recently, to be fair to her as well, and so are some of the some of the board members there are only in recently as well. But I think this needs to be dealt with very, very fast. This boil must mm. be lanced exceptionally quickly. By the end of the day, whatever the good, bad and the ugly situation is, get it out there, get it on. But I do think in the back of our own minds, anyone who's dealt with any of the staff, from any of the security staff, the cleaning staff, broadcasting staff, the journalistic staff, this is a very, very sad situation for them and a very sorry situation for them and a storm they're stuck in the middle of, not of their own making. Mm. I'm not a PR expert, but I mean, you know, you, you don't need to be um, any sort of a, a spin doctor to work out. I mean, the worst thing an organisation like RTE can do now is allow for more questions to remain unanswered. Questions need to be answered that's today. The, that's, that, that's, There's no point in letting this rumble on over the weekend. No. No, no, by close business today, this boil should be lanced and parts of the information is drip feeding out. I don't understand the latest news that just come out now in relation to the Director General and that's to say an internal process that needs to be dealt with themselves privately and, 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 and dealt with. But why that came out today and not yesterday when the chairperson of RTE is on her own TV station being interviewed in relation to this and other uh, people are making comments in relation to it. How come a vital information that's very relevant and no disrespect to anybody, is very, very relevant to all parties, that irrespective of purpose and cause and reasons for it and any of the issues that arise from it, they're all irrelevant. The point is, the Director General and um, a course of action have been taken um, without prejudice since Wednesday. 
uh, and that needs to be very clearly marked on the news last night when I was doing that was Thursday so this is that's too long a gap for a vital piece of information that may have been beneficial and may have uh, helped with the level of trust that's been breached uh, and I think I'm curious to see you know I think we're back to the politicians again mm. where politicians well, have been given wrong information again and let's see what sanctions and what mm-hmm. they do about it well, when you mention politicians, independent TD and Clare, Michael McNamara is uh, is with us on the line today. Um, Michael, like, you know, income down, costs up. I suppose these are the constant things we hear about from RTE. But it, like the idea of the sort of the, the poor mouth and the hand out looking for an increase to the licence fee. I mean, wh- where does that leave that debate? Yeah, I mean, I think it makes that claim unsustainable, unfortunately, for um you know, many of the very good programme makers who work in RT, the good staff in RT, and indeed the board, some of whom I feel sorry for, but, um, you know, they may not be personally responsible for this. Uh, they may have been, uh, this may have been hidden from them, but, I mean, they are responsible for making sure that the information that they provide to the public and to the electors is, is correct. The information wasn't correct. And I just think their position is unsustainable now. I'm not saying that they're personally at fault for this, but it is their responsibility. It comes with it comes with being on the board of RTE that the information that they provide to the Iraqis and, as I say, to the general public, more importantly, is correct. It wasn't. And I just, uh, while I acknowledge that many of them are not personally responsible mm. in you any way... You have a statement from Moya Doherty in the last hour, you know... Um, I'm sure you heard that as well, Michael. I, I didn't hear her statement in the last hour, no. I mean, I did hear the uh, the, the, the news that the um, Director General had been suspended, although yesterday we were told that she was on um, that she, she was in holidays and wouldn't be returning, that uh, you know, she was using up the last of her holiday leave uh, before being replaced by a, a new Director General. I haven't heard um, Ms. Doherty's statement. Um, okay, so she, she said, at no time during my tenure as chair, the RT board did I or other members of the board have knowledge of any issue relating to certain payments and the profoundly serious lack of transparency involved. The matters which have come to light go to the heart of a failure of good corporate governance. Um, she goes on to talk about concluding her own yes, term in last year and yeah, the reputation I, I, has been I, damaged to the station. And I accept that and I'm sure that the same may well be true of the current chair of the board who's very recently there. But it is, unfortunately, for the board members now, it is their responsibility to make sure that there are, it was her responsibility and it is now the current board's responsibility to make sure that the corporate governance structures are in place and that this can't happen. It did happen and, unfortunately, they have to go because they are responsible for making sure that this can't happen. I'm not saying that they're personally responsible, but sometimes... Um, mistakes are made in the department that are not the minister's fault but the minister has to go as a result of it because he or she is the person who is accountable and who who, who uh, is it not, uh, not to allow for due process Michael to take place and, and an investigation that's been well, carried I mean, out well I mean the, the, there has to be with regard to the staff members who are responsible for this and undoubtedly um, you know um, uh, the board members will say that they were misled and they weren't provided with information. But I mean, I don't think that due process applies to a board, which is um, a very different matter. It's not a, a job per se. It's not somebody's job. It's a, you're appointed to a board for a particular period of time with particular responsibilities. And those responsibilities include making sure that corporate governance structures are in place, that they're adhered to, and that the information that you are providing is accurate. And if it's not accurate, whether it's 
through your fault or somebody else's. You can't just take the benefit of being on a board. Um, so you're saying uh, all heads have to roll? Well, no, I'm not saying all heads in RT. I'm not saying everybody no, but in the, to go or anything like that. But I'm saying the board's position the board. is unsustainable. Right. Uh, uh, unfortunately, can I, unfortunately, and that's not to say that I don't think there are good people on the board. There are good people doing their best on the board and people who have contributed positively on that. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they're personally culpable. But I, I do think that this is of the magnitude that a board has to go. I mean, okay. governments... Uh, operate on the basis that a minister is responsible for everything that happens in his or her department and unfortunately if something of this magnitude was to happen in the department I think a minister's position would be unsustainable regardless of whether or not the minister was personally culpable or the minister knew and the minister does not know no more than the board knows of every decision that's being made uh, down the line from them but they are responsible for them the, the, the point and, of... Uh, the other issue sorry, that you asked me was about the licence fee I mean there are people... I've no doubt in, in courts uh, across Ireland this morning being charged with the offence of not having a television licence. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think the, I would agree that the funding model has to be looked at, but I'm not sure that that's sustainable in this day and age when we have such a variety of media to choose from. I mean, it was a very different time, perhaps, when RT was established and the only media available was, the only broadcast media was foreign broadcast media. That's no longer the case. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you now on, a, on, a, on, a, on an Irish um, uh, broadcasting medium. There's a wide variety of media now. Um, I, I'm not sure that the, the licence fee can continue as it is for very much longer. I mean, we even have an alternative public service broadcaster, TG Car, which provides an excellent service, is maybe sometimes more readily identifiable what the public service they provide is, and that they they broadcast in their national language and they provide a news and current affairs mm, okay. And they do that from a yeah. government subvention rather than from um, the, the licence fee. A lot of people are any of the fee. very annoyed, Michael, I can, I can tell you today um, about paying the licence fee and then I suppose in the context of uh, of, of hearing the news from, from yesterday and, and it seems to be, you know, uh, nearly changing well, from hmm, no I, I would agree and it's particularly because of this sort of uh, difficulty in separating what is and it's a difficulty with regard to competition too I would have thought what is uh, sort of funded by the broadcast uh, by the licensee so that what exactly is the public service broadcasting in RT and what is the commercial broadcasting in RT and is one subsidising the other and how do we ensure that that's not happening okay. that's happening it poses a lot of questions around uh, competition um, and I think sometimes uh, you know RT produces some very bad broadcasting like everybody does uh, but it and some very good too you know like no, great service and drama uh, prime time and coverage again there's been also been criticism though of GA Go recently mm. in this deal with with the GA around that and the commercial implications of that um, uh, it is unfortunately okay. if something good comes of this it's, it's, it's that it's time to re-examine how we fund broadcasting in this state and, and we need well, there's, that's, that, that's to examine conf- do we need do we need to fund public service broadcasting now and if so uh, is it RTE that needs to be funded is, is TG Cahar enough to fund if TG Cahar provided a parallel yeah or, uh, give, or give it or give a very give, give a higher allocation maybe to, to other competitors um, I should say as well actually if you're just joining us the of course the uh, Ryan Toberty statement uh, on this he says no wish there's there's no issue whatsoever in relation to the payments being properly and lawfully due and no suggestion of any wrongdoing on the part of 
of him uh, or his uh, or his management as well NK management look we're going to stay with this we have is a poll on the, do you know what I'm going to take a short break uh, stay with us I want to hear your thoughts on this today how much if any damage has been done to your trust in the public service broadcaster and does it kill any case for a hike to the licence fee Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk Talking about this story um, at uh, at RTE, and this is the undeclared payments of three hundred and forty five thousand euro to Ryan Tuberty and uh, members of the NUJ working at RTE. They're holding an emergency meeting today to discuss all of the the revelations. But uh, look, there's been lots of analysis about this and political commentary. But I just want to hear from you because you are taxpayers. You're the taxpayers. You are the people paying the license fee and sitting down tonight, probably to watch RTE in many cases. So I just want to know how do you feel about this story today it's 1800 453 106 Paul is with us on the line Paul do you think it um, do you think this has damaged trust in the public service broadcaster first of all Andrea welcome from sunny Galway um, oh, I think it does yeah, I think it, it, it damaged them greatly you know the, the, the reputation you know it was a bombshell but um, the point I wanted to make was that all the emphasis and attention is on the RTE management. But I think Ryan Turbidy has questions to answer. And why I say that is, um, I presume he knew, or I assume he knew that he got this pay increase. And this came during a period that other RTE workers, well, all, all RTE workers were asked to take a pay cut. And... Well, he said in his statement. He said in his statement yesterday, Paul, that um, you know that he can't shed any light on the way in which the, these payments. Do you know what I mean? How how this how RTE treated the payments to him. You know, yeah, like he, he said there was he, no issue in relation to payments being properly or or but, lawfully due. But he he did get an increase in his salary at the same time that he, that the other RTE workers were being asked to take a pay, a pay cut. Now, some of the some of his colleagues, like his people working alongside him, like his cameraman, his stage manager, his researchers, they all had to take pay cuts. And I just wonder, conscience not come into it. Just here, he was getting this massive increase, and the people working alongside him uh, were asked to take pay cuts. And I know, I don't know, but I think conscience does come into it, and, and I think his statement is a bit bland and didn't tell as much. Do you 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 feel it? I, 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 I know if I got an increase of five euro in the week, I'd know about it. And, yeah. and my, my wife would certainly know about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, I, 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 you know, I think he, I think he, he needs to tell us more questions. Needs, okay, because it's yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I've I've been listening to some of the, the politicians, you know, uh, chatting about um about this today. And Brian Stanley from from Sinn Fein was on on breakfast earlier, and and he was making the point that, uh, you know, the public account um public accounts committee have more questions to ask senior management within uh, RTE, and they they need to come back. Um, yeah. To the committee to to address those questions and 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 two uh, made the point that he he thought you know even and others thought Ryan Tuberty should ask questions but but you as a taxpayer you you want more answers as well I do yeah okay. I do and, and don't forget that the um, the RT were in front of the public accounts committee there very recently you know and none of this came out you know and the other question I have is is there anyone else being paid those uh, those um, pay, pay, pay increases any other top presenters being paid them. 
Uh, I'd like to know that. I think Grant Thornton has to, has to complete the work yet. And so mm. Maybe there's more to come. We don't know. Well, this was all highlighted all right in this review um, by Grant Thornton. And I know there's an investigation launched and, and underway. But no, I, I take your point around the question. Uh, you're not, not the first to ask it as well. Have we, Magella is with us as well. Magella, how do you feel now, having heard this story since yesterday? Uh, about the TV licence tobacco, I am absolutely fuming. I just paid my TV licence yesterday, 160 euro, which is not easy come by. And then I listened to this breaking news and I'm, I'm just fuming. I tried to cancel it today, but unfortunately it had gone through. So I'm sure I'm, sure I'm one voice of many, many others. There's a lot of accountability to be had and some a lot of serious answers. And honestly, I'm not sure if RT is um, eligible anymore for as a public entity for being funded by us, the public. Um, um, we have a lot of lot of good media outlets out there, and um, they're not showing their worthiness off this at the moment, anyway, in my eyes. And until I suppose we see some sort of accountability, but by all accounts, they've even admitted themselves that this was. Erroneous. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Mm, I still think that we need, um, you know, a, a public service, public service broadcaster. I don't think it's in any way going to dismantle Montrose. But has it made an impact? Like, do you do you think on the public's trust in RTE? My God, the trust out the window, out the window. I mean, the extortionate wages they were paying anyway, and then saying they had to cut costs. None of that made sense. They're all very nice presenters and all that. I, I, I have nothing against any of the presenters, but they weren't worth the salaries they were being paid. Um, you know, not not from the money's coming from the taxpayer. You know, uh, us, just the public, Joseph. You know, doing without to pay our license fee. Yeah, I uh, know it is. It's absolutely enraging. I know I could have spent that hundred and sixty a lot more wisely if I was given time to go back. <laughs> How do you feel about the licence fee, Paul? Well, I, I think it needs to be looked at now because uh, in this day and age now we have so much choice um, with, with different foreign television and you can, you can get it on your phone, you get it everywhere, you know. So I think I think the licence fee is outdated. They'll have to come up with some other system of, of funding RTE, you know. D- Declan, what about you? Do you think, does it kill any case for hike to the licence fee in the future or any discussion around that? Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, but first of all, I want to say that Ryan is brilliant. Um, he does work hard. Um, the Late Late Show was un- under him. He was The Late Late, late Show was very, very good. Mm. Um, in saying that, though, I mean, the, the money that they're on is insane. I mean, they do work hard, but do they, do, do they work like, was it, 25 times as hard as most most people work. I don't think so. Um, and then on TV, every day you're seeing the ad. Uh, you must pay your li- license fee. It's the law. Well, I think I don't know if this is is this is against the law, but it's against. Well, it's just not right. So it's, your issue you know? is over. It's the it's the actual the, the salary payment, the amount of money. Well, I mean, it's a lot of money for, and I, I, he does, he's brilliant at what he does, and that the late, the late, late show was class, but it is a lot of money to be paying, and if people are paying the fee, and uh, they should know where the money's going. 
Like, uh, uh, quite a few texts in Declan from people today, you know, who and I had a caller in the first part of the show talking about the fact that they, they're, they, you know, they're they're they don't they're not going to pay the license fee. You heard Magella there a few moments ago. She's only paid hers as of yesterday and has tried to cancel it. Um, and that's that's not the answer to this either because we constantly hear about the, you know, the funds and and the costs and the need for for more money in in RTE as well. But like. So that's the part that kind of sits hard with a lot of people today. Well, as they were saying before on the show, like there's people who work in the same place as him and they're, they have to take pay cuts. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they work hard. I mean, if they don't do their job, the whole thing breaks down. I have another poll on the line as well. Um, Paul, you've been listening to this discussion. Do you think it's... The whole discussion now around changes and changing I think maybe the changes more, model. Maybe changes even more radical than any of your uh, callers in have suggested. Um, I really think this casts a shadow of the entire future of RTE, not public service broadcasting, because your own station has done extraordinary work. Uh, Pat Kenny, yourself, uh, even the, the supposedly lighter programs. Uh, I, I, I'm Sean Moncrief himself has, has uncovered fascinating uh, scandals here internationally and so on. So it's not the sole remit of RTE or the Irish Times or Newstalk. Anybody and everybody can do it. The question is, do we trust them? And the answer is a resounding no. And I particularly refer to the performance of the chair, uh, the chairwoman on the 6th one. When I was in the station in the late 70s and early 80s, the newly appointed chairman, uh, Fred O'Donovan, the show business uh, and theatrical impresario, absolutely brilliant and hardworking man, hauled me into his office and wanted granular detail on my department, in mm-hmm. which indeed, as in every department, mm-hmm. there was... Well, tremendous. there has to be accountability, you know, and I suppose if you're in in, in, in uh, management role. But if, if you're a former uh, colleague in, in RTE, Paul, like I, I made the point a little earlier there today or at the start of the show, like a lot of the people that are in RTE started here, you know, in, in, in Marconi House and News Talk and, and moved on. And I did a stint in RTE myself for, for a short period for a couple of months freelancing. But so we all know people there. We've friends, we've colleagues. I spoke to some of them this morning to get a sense of how they're feeling. So you know people are annoyed about this. Uh, yeah, it, uh, definitely, um, particularly people on the lower end of the pay scale. But if I just may, may finish the point about the, the chairperson, I thought perhaps at the time that he was being somewhat too granular in the detail he wanted, and that was perhaps a task that he could have assigned to the DG. But it was better to be as interested and as, uh, in, uh, as aware of what was happening and as keen to find out more than to have the fiasco of the current chairwoman saying, well, I didn't know and I, I believed what I was told and so on. If uh, she was adopting that hands-on approach and if successive boards throughout the 90s up to the present day were uh, doing the, the same way, that, like the three wise monkeys hearing and seeing and speaking no evil, then really uh, what was the board there other than for a decorative effect? I mean, a board should decide how, to what extent, if any, it's going to check up on the homework of its senior management. And clearly, they didn't. So why were they there? Uh, what was their purpose? Timmy, what about you? What's your, your your thoughts on this? You've been listening to the discussion today, and I'm sure since yesterday. Like, does it, yeah. Do you have an issue with paying the licence fee now? Yeah, um, I just think that that is true. You know, a board of any uh, of any um, institution or any any uh, business or a factory, whatever the case may be, the board know exactly what's going on. They must know what's going on, you know. 
They have to know. It's part of, of the reason, you know, to have to have the finger. And you're talking about the money that went in as well as the salary. Is it the additional money? Well, yeah, the whole, the whole issue in, in, in general, yeah, the, the whole, whole discussion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. It, it kind of stinks to high heaven. Like, you know, I, we, were, we were just chatting about here this morning when I heard it. Like, it only broke yesterday evening, and we're, all, we're just getting all the big bits of information now. But what I might thought, my first thought were on it that if somebody can't pay their TV license and they'll put them in jail and they'll gladly put them in jail. And there are people in jail now. I don't know people, how long people, people appearing before the courts all right, yeah, by not, not yeah. paying their, their license yeah. fee, yeah. And not paying their license and, and they're sentenced to jail. Whether they actually put them in jail or else, I don't know. I think it has happened, but... Uh, they're, they have to go. They have to go to court. Disgrace of it, and it must be people that are in the circumstances that they can pay it. Um, you know, and now you have this. Um, does it, this does it breach your trust? Yeah. Does it breach your trust, though? Ah, uh, uh, look, look. I have my own ideas. I think there's something. I thought um, there's something wrong in RT. You know, it, you know, it's like a little secret organisation, <laughs> and over the last several years now I noticed that it's like a secret that can't even the news we, we call it RTE no news and we turn around and then we get UTV uh, in the north yeah, uh, I don't know if UTV. that's fair to uh, me is it now it's not, God, it's I, not I know a lot of people in the newsroom yeah. there now and I, I, I know <laughs> I know how hard they yeah. work and I know this you know it's like in, in fairness well, and I'm, I'm a big fan of prime time myself you know and I would watch it regularly yeah. like you know, yeah, and some excellent, ex- excellent mm. coverage of stuff now, in fairness. You know, and even the um, US president and Joe Biden's visit. And, you know, in, in fairness, like, you know, I don't want to well, be totally me, unreasonable to, to RT either, you know. On, on that note, just on, um, in every other country, or every, not every other country, but most news now, I'd like to look at a lot of the English news, of course, American news and the French news now. You know, the way the 24, France 24, mm. all those, you all watch them. Now, everybody discusses uh, the, the, the mental capacity, uh, the ongoing mental capacity of Joe and his, his, it's getting worse, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, is not, it has nothing got to do about his politics, but Joe Biden is in the early stages of okay, some type right. of... Well, come here, we'll, 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 no, chat, we'll, right, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about that maybe, uh, we'll leave that for, for another day. Um, Jeremiah is on the line. Jeremiah, why did you get in touch with this? Hello, yeah, can you hear me? No, you can hear me okay, you can. I can indeed, yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what, what I'm just wondering there, I'm going to take a different angle, right? This uh, 345,000, right? Was that declared to the tax people or was it under the table? No, it's no, 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 no issue whatsoever in relation to payments being properly or lawfully due. No suggestion of wrongdoing on the part of Ryan Tuberty. No, no, or, I'm not talking Kelly, about, yeah. I'm, no, no wrongdoing. I'm talking yeah. about the figures. That okay. the revenue got of the payments uh, regarding Ryan Tuberty, right? So, you, so do you, you think? Do you, do, so you're, you're, you, you think there's more questions, Jeremiah, to be answered? Is this? Well, there's a lot of things to be clarified. Yeah. If money wasn't got under the table, like the whole country knew from earlier on this year, he was on four hundred and ninety-five thousand a year, right? Yet he was on a lot more than that from 2017 adding up to I believe today it's 345,000 right? and, your, and, your, and your point your point is that basically those figures were there they were published in the papers and people people could see that and why questions weren't answered then 
The revenue okay. would have been aware of what the whole country knew, 495,000, okay? And that they, you know, the way they pick up and everything, they're a state agency, right? And rightfully so. But when, when they see the discrepancies, then if they knew of the discrepancies that there was an extra 345,000 paid out over and above what the whole country knew, like that they should have went back to RTE and said, look, uh, these are the, fissure, the, the, the figures you're making public and they're not true. Yeah, well, that's the point. I suppose RTE's statement, Ryan Toberty said yesterday as well. He said the statement concerning the accounting treatment and public uh, de- declarations um, of payments made to RTE. Um, Toberty said that they were made aware today of that. As in, sorry, that was yesterday when that when that very statement was released. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan, weekdays at midday on News Talk.